Welcome to the Journey Living Podcast, where we take on the real life topics while inspiring you toward hope and healing in God's Word. Join Pastor Mark Bird along with speaker, Christian life coach, Shannon Meyer, as they guide you through a roadmap, gaining fresh vision and inspiration for going forward on your journey, encouraging you to run your race with endurance that is set before you. Good day and welcome back to Journey Living. My name is Mark Bird. I'm in the studio again today with Shannon Meyer. Shannon, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. As always, it is so good to be with you and all of our friends at Journey Living and those tuning in. And boy, today is the end of our series on being in troubled times and anxious times. If you've joined us the last couple weeks, you know that we've talked a lot about the uncertainty of time and what prophecy is foretold, and are we here? Are we really in the time of the end of age? What do we do as believers? What do we do as we crest this hill, so to speak, of is Jesus on the on the cusp of returning? Have we been seeing the Antichrist ushered in? Are all these vaccines and chips and bitcoins and everything that's happening? Is this cashless society moving us into a time of tribulation. For many, we're scared, we're anxious, we're fearful. Today's segment is called simply, Keep Calm and Carry On, Mark. That's so good. And I think there is just a piece that we can gather from the Lord and the Holy Spirit that reminds us, no matter what is happening, let me say that again, no matter what is happening, we can find that peace. Many of you know the verse in John 14, 27, where it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I think that's a great promise to Mark that Jesus is just saying, those letters in red, that he is saying from the very beginning in John 14, 15, if you love me, you will obey what I command. And I ask the Father, and he will give to you another counselor to be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. Meaning, listen, if you love the Lord, believe in him. Believe that this counselor he has given you is that counselor of peace. He's going to cover us with that in these uncertain times. How do we keep calm and carry on? I believe we have to obey what God calls us to do. And one of the things that we so easily give up is our peace and our joy. And one of the great statements of Eleanor Roosevelt once said is, no one can steal your joy. You always have to give that away. And I think that's true many times with our peace. Something can sweep in and kind of throw you off track. But these are great treasures in a Christian's life. If you hang on to what the Lord has given you, because he says, I leave this with you. It's like he's left this treasure chest of peace. Oh, that's good of joy. And it would be like he leaves it, like if company were to come, maybe they came at Christmas and left you a beautiful gift. Here it is wrapped. And he says, listen, everything you need is in that box right there. And you never choose to unwrap it. You never take the bow off. You never even break the tape. Why would we do that? And so many times we do that, I think, in picking up our own anxiety and our fears, as we've talked about the last couple of weeks. And Jesus says in John 14 again, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. So Mark, talk about how can we be calm and carry on in these uncertain, chaotic times? 
Well, I'm reminded, Shannon, of the word overcome. Jesus said, I have overcome the world, right? When he's talking about his peace, he told his disciples, you know, basically fear not or take peace because I've overcome the world. And that word overcome is just really screaming out at me today. I'm reminded in Matthew 24, we looked at this last week, a whole bunch of different verses in Matthew 24, but right smack dab in the middle in verse 13, it says, he that endures to the end shall be saved. And that's good. And, and, and Shannon, I guess it's, it's what we're holding on to. The only way you can keep calm is if you're holding on to something that's solid. Mm-hmm. Shannon, when you're in the midst of a storm, like let's say you're out at sea and you're on a boat that's being tossed about, like what are you looking for? You're looking for something to grab right, something and solid. hold on to something solid, right? And it may not even be necessarily that safe per se in and of itself. But Shannon, that's what we do in the midst of a storm. We look for something solid to grab on to. And I think that's what he's saying. Yeah, it reminds me of Psalm 16, verse 8, where it says, I have set the Lord always, don't miss those operative words, always before me, because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. That means the Lord is beside us. It's just what you're saying. If you're on that ship and let's say you hit a big wave, you can grab onto the rail and that's solid and knowing that he is right there. So when the turbulence comes, when the waves of life begin to shake you and the tumultuous waves kind of flip you upside down or you're getting that that salty air into your face and, and you are feeling it, you're feeling the elements of a terrible storm. I, I believe Peter and the disciples, all of them felt the storm when they were in the boat. It doesn't say that it doesn't say that the sea waves were calm. They were in hurricane proportioned storms. But it was there that Peter focused. He set the Lord before him. And it's here that I just have to think Jesus had to have reached out to Peter and said, come to me, right? He says, come oh, to yeah. me. And so it's here that because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. It doesn't say I can be shaken. It says with great fervency, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices and my body also will rest secure. I know in this day and age, a lot of us have lost a lot of sleep. We've had, I know for myself, a lot of anxious nights where the dark is just the most worst time. And we're wondering, where are we going, God? Where are you taking me? I know in my darkest hours in COVID, and I know, Mark, you had your own bout with a, a strong case of COVID. Oh, yeah. We wondered if we were going to live or not, right? Right. And it's there that we had to focus our eyes on the Lord. And whatever he had for our life was, I think, our saving grace that we could just rest secure in him. In verse 10 out of Psalm 16 continues to say, Because you will not abandon me to the grave, nor will you let your Holy One see decay. You have made me known. You have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Man, are those great promises? That is they a are. treasure chest full of gifts. And why don't we open that and live there with what God has given us? That's so good, Shannon. I'm taken to Luke chapter six. Uh, and we were just talking about this, about, you know, grabbing onto something firm and and secure and safe. And, and this is what he says in verse 48, 
uh, of Luke chapter 6. He said, and they are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When the flood came, because the flood will come, Shannon, and the torrent struck that house, but could not shake it because it was well built. That's good. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house and it collapsed and its destruction was complete. What I'm feeling led to discuss today, Shannon, is this thing, this notion of overcoming. And and it's like this, put your ears on. You ever heard that before, that little saying, hey, put your ears on. Kindergarten class, I think. (laughs) Exactly. Put your ears on. (laughs) It's amazing. I remembered that. But but, uh, I want to take us to the book of Revelation because I I want us to dig into this little tidbit of Jesus told the Apostle John to write these things down for the church. The, the different churches, starting in Revelation chapter 2. But it's interesting, he's saying to all of them, he's saying, put your ears on, and he's saying to he who overcomes. In order to keep calm and to have peace and understand that and carry on, as we're talking about, Shannon, it's you have to be an overcomer, and you have to allow Jesus overcoming, right? And he did overcome death hell, and the grave. In order to keep calm, it's need to be mindful and focused and secure in him. So let's start in verse 11 of chapter 2 of Revelation. For he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. So that's the first one. He will not be hurt by the second death. That's a precious promise. Yes, it is. That's a great promise. And for those who are worried about death here on earth, just fearful of COVID and the disease and the variants that are coming, right here's our perfect promise in Revelation 2.11 that you have said, he who overcomes will not be hurt at all. Right. And then when he writes to the church of Pergamos uh, in verse 17, same thing. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat, and I will give him a white stone, and on that stone a new name written which no one knows except him who receives it. And I won't go into unpacking all of that, but again, put your ears on. He who overcomes, if you hang on to me, you'll be an overcomer as well, Shannon. How do we overcome, though, today, Mark, in today's time? So I always want to be real with Journey Living because I think it's sometimes in the church world we can speak Scripture, we know Scripture, we've memorized Scripture. How do we put it to use? How do we make that tangible? How do you overcome for the person who has just buried a loved one? from COVID, that their life was snuffed out. How do you talk to the person who is in a terrible situation? Because it's easy to say, overcome Yep. when things are good. Right. How are you to be an overcomer in the worst time of your life? I think this is great, Shannon. And my mind goes immediately to the author of the song, It Is Well With My Soul. And if you know that, how is that guy able to say, how is the author of that song able to say it is well with my soul because the background of that is that he lost his family at sea in a tragic uh, a ship boating accident right and so and then in the midst of that Shannon just what you said he lost his entire family 
And he was able to say, it is well with my soul. Like, how is that possible? And what you're asking about, Sharon, is what's the practicality of this? What's the practicality of being an overcomer, like in the midst of true real life tragedy and storm? Right. It reminds me back to our original verse of John 14, 27 is that peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world does, but as I give to you. So let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. But it also reminds me of those things that God has given to us. Sometimes we just have to reach down and pick them up. We have to tap into it. We're going to tap into one thing or the other. Think about Deuteronomy 30, where God says, I set before you life or death every day. And he says, it's not too far. I use this verse many times in my life coaching and counseling that the Lord has placed before us life and death. And even in the worst of situations, we can choose to think about life or we can choose to focus on the death of the situation. Are there people going through tumultuous times? Yes. And we don't want to be insensitive to that. But even into that person who has maybe buried somebody recently that was just a complete surprise, never saw it coming, or tragedy has happened that you're like, God, what are you doing? Why would you do such a thing? We have the opportunity every morning to wake up and believe in Jeremiah 29, 11, that God does have a good plan for us. It's to prosper us and not to harm us. Well, how does somebody say, how do you, how does God prosper me when he takes a child from me too soon? How does God planned to prosper me when he's taken my health. Well, one of those things that I think we have to believe is to stay deep in the word, to know, as Romans 8.31 says, what then shall we say to these things? These things are the things that we're questioning. If God is for us, who can be against us? Listen, there's never a day that goes by that the enemy is not whispering in my ear and asking me to choose death. That's true. And I have so many situations in my own life that I could literally let them kill me because if I let the enemy have that foothold, I would then allow him to just wreak havoc in my emotional, my mental, my spiritual, and then eventually my physical health. And so every day, even in the darkest of times, I have to believe that God is for me. And there again is just a simple choice. Am I going to choose life today, believing the word of God, or am I going to choose death, what the enemy is whispering in my ear? That's so good, Shannon. Um, taken to John 16, verse 33. Again, red letters, uh, the words of Jesus. These things I've spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, Shannon. That's a promise. No, it's not a fun promise. Why don't we like that? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, no, I, I, I don't want to sign up for that. But here's what he said. Be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. Amen. That's so good. I think we have to realize, and many people, I think once they become a believer, think, oh, my life's going to get great. I don't know about you, Mark, but it's like the deeper my walk is with the Lord, oftentimes the harder it becomes. I know I have helped win people to Christ or led them to the Lord, and they're like, my gosh, my life fell apart, Shannon. Like, yeah. you didn't tell me this was going to happen. Well, because now the war is on. At the time, Satan had them. Now you are a believer in Christ, and you've been called into God's army, which is then going to move the kingdom forward. And you have literally signed up for 
the battle of a lifetime because everybody you encounter, if Christ lives within you, you may be the only Jesus that somebody will ever see. So the enemy doesn't want you being Jesus to anybody. He wants you flat on your face, on your back, in a drunken state, drugged up, yeah. checked out, depressed, and, and just of no use to the Lord. And Satan loves it when we're in great despair. He loves it when we have given up hope, when we've thrown in the towel, when we're like, I can't do this Christian walk anymore. And Satan loves that. So once we have believed on the Lord, accepted him as our Savior, the war is on. But listen, as you've said, we know trouble's coming. So anybody who signs up for the Marines, Armies, Navy, or Air Force know they're signing up, right? right they right. know trouble is coming. They sign up to go to war. They sign up to fight. So it's there that when you sign up to be a Christian, and this isn't to scare anybody who is like, I'm not a Christian, but I don't know that I want to be now. <laughs> no, because the reward is so great yeah. at the end. It's not a purple heart. It is the crown of all crowns, you know. So it's here that we have to trust in what God says, even though things are going to get tough, I have overcome. And therefore, if he's within you, then we have overcome as well. And you know, Shannon, I'm reminded that it doesn't matter if you're a believer or a non-believer. Tribulation comes to all lives. And what I've learned over the years, Shannon, is even like, let's say, for example, co-workers that I've worked with in the past, like, and they know my stance, they know my faith, they know in whom I trust and believe. And when trouble and tribulation hit their lives and they don't know how to deal with it, and they don't know what to do about it, you know, who are the first persons that they seek out? Yeah. Well, it's those who have faith. Yeah. And so, quite honestly, Shannon, if there's non-believers that would even be listening to this, and they're going, well, man, I don't want to sign up for tribulation. Well, let me tell you, you'll have it. Why? Because there is darkness and evil in this world, regardless of where you are. And it will come knocking on your door. But what we're talking about today, keep calm and carry on. Keep calm and carry on because Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the rock. Jesus is the rock of our salvation, right? Jesus is the answer. He's the peace. He's the overcomer. He's all of those things. So, Shannon, what's the difference? We know where to run to. We know where our help comes from, the maker of heaven and earth. And these are the truths that that hit us. So let me share this little nugget out of 1 John chapter 5, starting in verse 4, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, Shannon. It says our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world, verse 5, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? I think that's the key word. You have to believe what the word says. And some of you may say, well, I don't know what the word says. And you'll never be able to counter the lies of the enemy if you're not in the word. And I know for some people are like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Listen, there are so many versions of the Bible today that we've, ne like we've never had before. Get in one and find one that, that you can relate to because that is where you're going to win these battles. This is where you're going to be the one who survives or doesn't. Because in a war, think of it this way, the soldier who is prepared 
that can use the weaponry they've been taught to use. Now, does that mean there's a strike against you and the enemy can try to take you out? He will. I promise you, he will. Mark and I both can attest to Oh, yeah. He is constantly on our heels to take us out because we're a threat to him. But it's here that if you don't have the word tucked in your heart, in your mind, if you're not in it, you won't survive. And I think that's where we're seeing this crumbling is because we have this convenient Christianity that has become so relevant to the church today that it's like, I need just one scripture a day and that's going to get me through the rest of the week. Well, my goodness, think if you just ate one tiny little meal. Think if you just ate some pretzels and hummus, yeah. a couple, just a snack on Monday morning at 11 a.m. Where would you be come Friday at 3 p.m.? You'd be in the corner probably with a massive headache, you know, if not already checked out because you haven't eaten, you haven't drank anything. We have to be in the Word of God. If we're going to stay calm during the worst times that we maybe have ever seen, and listen, they're going to continue. Things are going to continue to mount. And I and I think where I what I'm seeing in the world today and the struggle for myself as well is the compounding factor because I don't know that we've ever seen a time where there are so many things compounding upon one major issue after the other, after the other, after the other. And that's when people grow into despair. But 2 Thessalonians 3.16 reminds me, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. Again, another great part of our treasure chest of being able to stay calm during these chaotic times. And how do we carry on? Because it says the Lord of peace himself gives you peace at all times. It doesn't say sometimes. It doesn't say when the sun is shining and the rainbows and unicorns are out. The Lord of peace himself. So think of God of the universe is giving you one of his greatest treasures at all times, and then it says, in every way. Shannon, I think that's so good, and I think it's so real. And honestly, this is our prayer, Shannon, is for Journey Living, this program, to be a blessing, an answer to prayer for people, and to give them a practical viewpoint on what it looks like to be on this journey and be an overcomer. And Shannon, I'm just sitting here thinking about What do we do? We just throw out scripture after scripture after scripture. Why, Shannon? Because you and I have learned that it is the truth of God's word, and it is the thing that helps us overcome. Shannon, we're just sharing. How do we overcome, Shannon? Because God's word has come alive to us, put our hope and our trust in the Lord, and we know where our help comes from. It's from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, and this is how we overcome, Shannon, by getting nourishment, by getting fed daily by the Word of God so that we can be overcomers. I know for myself, Mark, and I know we've talked about this before, we can come in and we can kind of be scatterbrained and the world is falling apart around us, but it's here in these times, even just doing these recordings and just focusing on the Word and getting truth out. This isn't our opinion. These are topics that we fully rely on the Lord to give us, but also we rely on the Holy Spirit to to fill the hearts and the minds of people who are listening. I don't believe today you're listening by coincidence. I believe today you are here by divine appointment because God orchestrates. It's just how good he is. Somebody who is probably very 
anxious and fearful and doubting. It's just, boy, I do need to hear. How do I keep calm and carry on? How do I keep going when the rest of the world is spinning out of control? It's here by the word of God is the only way. And we don't have a formula other than the B-I-B-L-E. That's right. <laughs> That's it. I don't have a magic pill. I, I don't even wish I did anymore. I used to try to figure it all out. And what God has taught me most of all in this last year, and I don't say this arrogantly, but I don't need anybody or anything but him anymore. Now, do I need community? Yes. Do I? I don't want to live that isolated life. What I'm saying is the Lord has stripped me of everything to show me that it's him and him alone. And I think of when Jesus was in the wilderness and every time the enemy came at him, he just spoke, it is written, it is written. He didn't counter the enemy. I mean, we know Jesus could have annihilated him. Right, he could have, yeah. He said, it's written, Satan, it's written. So for you and I, Mark and I just want to be able to get the word out. Maybe verses you've never thought of, maybe heard of them, but thought, man, I didn't think about it that way. We want to be that beacon of hope that we can transpire the word of God into your life. You will seek to understand what God is trying to give you in his word today. Yeah, so it is the living water that's in us. Shannon, where we're trying to give people a drink. Jesus himself is the bread of life. And he said in Matthew 4, 4, man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. This is what we want you guys to know, understand, and enjoy. And we want you to take this with you wherever you go on your journey. And we appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. And be sure and tune in again next week as we're going to be on this continual journey in Life with Christ. 